Welcome to Practically Speaking, an audio podcast that attempts to answer common real estate questions from a practical standpoint. I'm your host, Brian Statt, Provincial Practice Advisor for the Alberta Real Estate Association. Today, we ask the question, where does intellectual property fit into real estate? Licenses, trademarks, and copyrights, oh my. All of these are vehicles for securing intellectual property rights for everything from pictures to text. But the intellectual property issue relates to any media created by an individual or company being owned by that creator forever, unless they explicitly sign away those rights or license usage to another entity. Thoroughly confused? Let's just say the one who made it owns it and has the sole right to use it. That's simpler. Because of this and the overarching power and validity of intellectual property rights, realtor members need to be aware of some key points to steer clear of trouble. First, let's talk about pictures of your listing. When a realtor takes a listing, the listing photos, including in some cases drone photos or videos, are a big part of attracting a buyer to view the home. Most buyers start their search online and the digital photos posted for the property are the first connection that they will make with their future home, like eyes meeting across a crowded room. Because of this important element of marketing, many realtors have chosen to work with a professional photographer to help frame the property in the best possible light. But once those photos are taken, who owns them? Of course, you paid money for them, for the photographer to take them. But who really owns them? According to the law, in absence of a written agreement to the contrary, the photographer maintains ownership and usage rights forever. They will be permitted to use them on their own website or marketing, sell them to magazines or stock libraries, or do anything else that they want to do with them. If a realtor is using a photographer, it is best practice to have that conversation about the terms of use and or the ownership of those images. Because posting them on local board's MLS system means that you are warranting to the board that you have the right to ownership or use and are granting a usage license to the MLS system in perpetuity. If you take the photos yourself, you own the rights to them. But if you pay for the photos, you should confirm the use or ownership of those photos with those who took it. Now let's think a little bit about internet images. You just need a nice photo of a handsome, well-dressed man shaking hands with a perfectly coiffed woman while holding a contract and smiling in a gorgeous downtown office building. Simple enough, right? A quick search of your favorite search engine and BAM! It's ready for download in high definition to your new awesome brochure. Bad, bad idea. Just because that image is searchable and downloadable does not mean that you can use it. In fact, there are purpose-built technologies designed just to seek out images that have been used without a license so that the photographer can commence an action, a legal action, against that user under copyright law. And guess what? They win. There are several photo services that are no charge and royalty free or provide a limited license for a fee. 
but you need to read the terms of service and in some cases provide attribution for the photos that you use so that you know the rights and your rights before using an image that you found online. The best solution for stock photos? Well, I would suggest you grab your camera or that awesome smartphone in your pocket and do a weekly photo walk in the town where you live, or the neighborhood where you live. Every single picture that you take yourself on your device is yours forever in perpetuity, and you can use it however you would like. And you might be surprised at your previously unknown photographic skills. How about plagiarism? Just like for images, words bear the same style of protection under the law. Just like they drilled into you in school, you cannot plagiarize an author of a novel or a textbook. The same goes for any text that is created by anyone without their expressed written consent and attribution. If a realtor writes their own remarks for a listing, that becomes their own intellectual property and cannot be used in whole or in part by anyone else, including a future listing realtor of that same property. Similarly, you can't use fancy wordsmith text found on the web for your new listing presentation, etc. Write it yourself and it's yours. Find it somewhere else or have it written for you. Again, think about your rights and responsibility in using that text. If in doubt, get it in writing. How about satellite imagery? Surely a chunk of metal with a built-in camera orbiting our common planet miles above the ground taking pictures and publishing them publicly on the World Wide Web is free to use, right? Totally wrong. The company that put that satellite in orbit took the pictures and owns them, according to copyright law. If you do a screenshot of that satellite image, and use it for your own purposes without written consent, you are violating copyright law and inviting the full weight of that company's legal department into your life. Many folks don't know that most local municipalities actually take their own high-resolution images of their own jurisdictions, and they can be obtained legally for a fee if you are trying to get that perfect shot of a new acreage listing. Finally, let's consider forms. Since we are on the topic and well marinated in the idea of intellectual property by now, it bears mentioning that the dozens of area forms that all realtors in Alberta have access to have been created over many years at great cost to the membership. The content is so well respected and proven through practice and legal defense that this forms a huge benefit for all realtors in Alberta, but only realtors in Alberta. The forms themselves are protected by trademark and copyright as original intellectual property and permitted for use by realtors, but are not permitted for use by anyone else without the written consent of area and may never be distributed by members for non-authorized use, such as to consumers. Those forms are for realtors' use only, and if they are a member of the Alberta Real Estate Association. It needs not be mentioned that this podcast only scratches the surface of this very weighty subject, and some who are listening are rightly biting their nails 
as they anticipate how to correct some business practices in light of this new information. Take heart that a simple understanding of the basic principle of intellectual property will help guide you to simply think about the use of media in your business and spare you any legal wrangling. Remember, if you didn't create it, you don't own it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Practically Speaking. If you enjoy these very practical episodes, share them with your friends and take a moment to rate and review us in the podcast app that you are using to help others find us. But remember, practically speaking, the best transaction-specific advice comes from your local realtor.